would like to thank our sponsors, Ocean Stone Architectural Lighting. Fully customizable trap lighting systems for your home, all controlled by an app on your phone. From individual lights to full color spectrum of lights, it's easy to use. You can set timers for special events or seasonal lighting. And what I find really cool are the preset patterns and animation. To get a free quote for your home, go to OceanStoneLighting.com. Welcome to the Quick Tap Rugby Outlier Podcast. I'm Nate Augsburger. I'm CJ. I'm Chef Rock. The podcast that brings you an elite perspective into MLR rugby. And welcome to another episode of Quick Tap Rugby Outlier Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. As usual, I'm be joined by my co-hosts and one of, if not the best scrum half in the MLR. He's also a U.S. Eagles in sevens and fifteens. He's a San Diego Legionnaire. My man, Nate Osberger. Yo, yo, What's yo, Nate. What's up, CJ? My What's man. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. CJ yeah. knows I had to call him earlier today. I've been missing him. I just had to yeah. hear his voice. That, that's <laughs> true. He did, he did call me, man. I felt. I feel a little touched. I feel a little touched. <laughs> And joining us for another episode is our co-host, uh, Celebrity Chef, and the host of the Chef Rock Show, streaming on every possible streaming outlet platform possible. Chef <laughs> 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 Rock, what's happening, brother? What's happening? How you guys doing? What's, what's up, man? On, man? Good, up, Chef. Jay? How you doing, brother? All good. All good. Listen, man, I... um. I was to today. I felt a little bit normal because baseball was playing today. Yeah. Um, but then I realized when Dr. Fauci was going to be the one throwing out the first pitch, I realized we're in a pandemic. This is <laughs> <laughs> when you got the leading never, doctor throwing out never the, the first before, pitch. Never had before. Never had before. A doctor is throwing out the first pitch. You know, typically it's a, it's a president or someone or some celebrity. Right. But Dr. Fauci is so popular and so famous. Because of the pandemic, he threw out the first pitch today with the Yankees and, and I guess the Washington um, um, I'm, Nationals. I'm, Nationals, yeah, that's right. And um, so throwing out, and then I, I watched some highlights of the NBA. It kind of reminds me of you, remember, you, you ever watched the Big Three, which Ice Cube, you know, the, or, or the basketball tournament that has a million dollar oh, three pot. on three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the million dollar pot. I was watching the uh, TBT tournament, the uh, yes. yeah, yes. that million dollar tournament. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that, that's what the NBA looks like. It looks just like that. And it's not something that I'm used to, but I feel a little, I feel a little getting back to normal. And uh, so it feels good. It feels good. So, yeah. So did you see the pitch? Did, did Fauci get it over the plate? I heard he hit the corner and uh, they called it a strike. I hope he did, but if he didn't, I'm sure the president would tweet out, hey, Fats, I should have been the one throwing out the first pitch. That's, that's, yeah. why, I'm getting, that's why I'm getting rid of the guy who can't throw a strike. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come up with something, man. Yeah. Listen, we, we, have, we have an incredible show today. We typically, yeah. have, we typically have on a, you know, a, a, a celebrity rugby player or a guest. Today we have a celebrity journalist, an, an, an entertainer, Host, um, yes. And, um, so we're gonna let Nate introduce her, and uh, she actually interviewed Nate several times. So go ahead, my man, take it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's uh, she's pretty special. She's she's been in the game as far as um, uh, as what she's good at. She's been professional since she was 19, and uh, she's worked for uh, ESPN. She's on CBS Sports now, and uh, that's my connection to her. I get to see her um, before kickoffs during the MLR season and she's been on um NBA with TNT NCAA championship games and she's just like bubbly heart and soul um out of the roof and she's got a mean shoe game as well so you know Stacey Pates <laughs> TV host reporter content creator and producer this is hers Hi. hey welcome Stacey welcome hello hey, what's up Stacey hello my friends thank you so much for having me I truly appreciate it it's great to have you. You know, Thank we, you. It's we need good more to see people you. like you. Yeah, Aww. it's good to see you too. It's Thank good you. to see you too. I was going to tell a story to start us off, Stacey. You know, um, it was in the beginning of 2019 season, and it, it might have been the first, it was either the first or the second game that you were uh, working the, uh, the game at Torero, um, where we played the Legion games. And uh, I had just kind of started uh, doing some writing and some articles for the increase. And I, 
first started talking about my faith through that as a, as a voice. And I was like, you know, you get a little insecure about, oh man, I don't know what people think and whatnot. And uh, you came up to me before one of the games and I just knew we were going to be cool from then on. Cause you were just like, Hey, I, I, I appreciate what you're about and what you stand for and appreciate your faith um, as a brother. And I was just like, you know, when I show up at MLR games before kickoffs and I get to see you give you a little fist bump, little conversation before warmups even start, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to kick some butt now. You're good. You know, oh, nice. so you're, you're, you're a special person and a special soul, Stacey. We're, we're glad to have you on. Now, you better, you. Deliver, you better deliver on a great uh, interview because that was a really good intro. I'm, that was, that was excellent. I might have to take a little time out because I got a little misty over here. Um, <laughs> thank you. A little of a clump. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Thank you. Seriously, Nate, that, um, that blesses me more than you could ever know, Nate. And um, you don't have to be around me long to know what I say is, is from the heart. And um, if I say it, I mean it. So for you also to say that to me just really gives me a lot of strength on the inside and, and thank mm-hmm. you. Cause I, I feel that so much about, about you and I've always had an affinity for um, Torero. I've always had an affinity for um, the Legion because my first ever rugby game in my life was on your home field in April of 2018. And um, so my affinity will always be with you guys. And I love looking at how many believers are on your team. And I know the toughest part, the toughest part in a post-game interview is having to hold you guys back from getting together in the middle and praying together. So that's a tough for me, tough for me to keep you guys from doing that. But again, all that to say, thank you. Thank you. I received those yeah. words. Thank well, you. Well, I'm, ha- I'm happy to share, Stacy. I'm happy to share. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that the memory of uh, handing over the trophy to Seattle the previous year is uh, your favorite memory of being at, the, at Torero Stadium, you know? Tough one was, to swallow. That was tough. That was so tough. Was tough. I, I even had the shield in my hand ready right ready to give it to joe peterson like i was that Mm -hmm. ready because things turned so quickly and i just have to say for anyone that didn't see that game especially if you weren't there at torero something that about rugby i will never ever um keep from mentioning to people whether you have been around the game for years or whether you're brand new to it the culture among these gentlemen and i use the word gentlemen intentionally the entire Legion team, CJ and Chef, the entire team, after they just got shocked, literally, the shield was theirs. They got shocked in the closing right. seconds. Right. They, they all stayed on the field. They all stayed on the field to celebrate their brothers on the opposing team. And if that doesn't say what sport is supposed to be about, I don't know what else could. No, that's, yeah. that's definitely good, man. That's that's. You know, we, we had um, a gentleman on last week. Um, Ryan, I'm Kenny. sorry. Yeah, Big Ken. Yeah, Kenny. Ah, Nasa KK. Big Kenny. And yeah. Our last episode, and Kenny was telling us about being humble. It was about, oh. it's about being humble, and it's about, you know, respecting other people and having respect for the game and, and how much he appreciates stuff. So I can, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that that's how that, that's how that went down. Absolutely. Yeah. We, yeah. we got a lot of fans that deserve the opportunity to, uh, you know, they, they come out to a lot of the home games and they, they enjoy coming to the games, not only for the rugby, but afterwards, you know, the fans come down onto the field, uh, autographs, photos, conversations, uh, you know, and uh, we owe, we owe them that even if we, uh, we got to keep our heads high, even if we take the loss, um, you know, and, Hopefully uh, you'll be handing us the trophy down. The yes, road. that's my plan. Yeah, that's that's the goal. That's that the would goal. be great. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> a pretty do. special thing. We got we yeah. got a pretty special crew here in San Diego, and and that includes the stadium and the fans as well. So yeah, yeah. I and appreciate I, you saying that. That's nice. for sure, for sure. And I love that you mentioned too how you all come down after the game and spend time with the fans, and that's something that should never be uh, minimized either because that just doesn't happen in a lot of pro leagues. I know the WNBA teams do it as best they can, but there's nothing like the MLR in terms of being up close and personal and the way you guys show up even after losses, which to me is the biggest adversity uh, reveals a man to himself, right? So even in the midst of a loss, when you guys are out there loving on those kids they learn from that. Whether you know that or not, these kids are like, wow, they just got beat, but look at them. They're still out here pay, paying us attention. Right. 
Just head held high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids really learn from that. So even when you don't know who's watching, people are watching, and they're really taking some positive things from from you and your teammates. Yeah, CJ, every- you remember the first time we went down there after the game? We were like all impressed. Wow, we can meet all the guys. I know. I mean, right? Shake hands, talk to them. I, yeah. That doesn't I'll happen in other sports. How big they were? Uh-uh. Right. Hey. How big they Chef. were? There's definitely a lot of ice packs out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chef's still the first fan ever, though, to take out a Ziploc baggie and give me some food. Like some. I swear. <laughs> what did you have? Sliced. It was a salami. Yeah, sliced salami. salami. Okay. Like, well, good game, Nate. Here's some salami. Here's some I was like, <laughs> chef, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's not your tradition it. in this family. I always have sliced meat in my pocket. You never know. <laughs> okay. A guy's going to need a little little sustenance. I'll make, so. make sure not to be around any pit bulls whenever you've got that. <laughs> no, uh, no, they're always – that's why when you see those dogs sniffing my pocket. That's the only reason why. That's all. Man's best friend for chef. Yes, exactly. Well, that's for sure. Chef better have food on him. I don't know what else. Hey, that better. Would be. You better have Come food on. on. Hey, then I picked you up and I said, I'd like to accept this award. What's it like being the, being the, the kind of sort of the face on the sidelines of the MLR and rugby itself? You know? Man. To say it's a blessing is an understatement. You know, it's um, another shout out to the men of the MLR, and this goes from the top to to the players to, and when I say top, I mean MLR uh, headquarters in Utah, league, Every, league everyone league. there, yep, the league office, everyone down, coaches, players, trainers. It, just knowing that I have been um, accepted and welcomed, you know, because I knew nothing about rugby in 2018 when I did my right. first game. I was literally, I had YouTube fired up in my car, driving down to San Diego, listening just so I could get the lingo, right? And I would try to make it make sense. Like, okay, a try is a touchdown in football. Or, you know, I was just trying to make it all make sense. That's right, yeah. And and I just, it didn't take me long to fall head over heels in love with this sport. But to be the face of of this franchise and, and knowing that it's, only going to grow and be better. And it's my dream to travel internationally also with rugby. I just love it so much. And it just, it gives me so much joy knowing the culture, knowing the way the players are, knowing how the league itself is set up and run. It is truly a blessing and sheer joy to, to be part of this organization in any capacity. That, that says a lot coming from you. We've been around, you know, the NBA, WNBA, college sports, college football, to say that, to say something like that about this league, that means something. And the league yeah. should listen. League should be listening to this because mm-hmm. it's for sure that means something. You know, I know when we first went. The chef Rock and I went to. We got some passes from from Nikki and the Nikki Pena. She works for the Legion. Yep. And um, so we had a we had a little booth. We had a little press box. You know, we're up. We're up. Spoiled. Feels, she spoiled feels, you. Yeah, we're feeling, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. feeling real special. Uh, we're feeling real special up there. And we're looking at the game, and I'm like, I'm looking at Chef Rock. Chef, look at me. What's that? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> we didn't know, we didn't know nothing. All I know is that someone was getting the ball, and they were running that way, and the other team yeah. was running this way. Uh, we quickly and learned. then they ran down there and gave them meat. I mean, we were all good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It, uh, it was de- definitely a quick – we had to learn quickly. And yeah. lucky for us because Chef Rock – I mean, because Nate was on our, show, our radio show. You know, we were friends with him, so we got to talk to him more about the show, I mean, about the um, – about the game and stuff, he started teaching the stuff, and and we still mess up all the time. They're my proteges. You can probably listen to this podcast, and we'll say something stupid every once in a while because we don't know what we're talking about. Nate's got his work cut out for him. It's all good. Nate's yeah, got his work cut out. The experts. That's, the thing. that's okay. Yeah, and that's what. Listen, as long as you lead with honesty, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to be an expert at it. That's what you got, Nate. No, but I mean, the game's so exciting to watch. I remember when me and CJ were there, we were like. Well, why did he do that? Why did they stop? Well, <laughs> yeah. Why are they holding that guy up? Yeah, why are they lifting him so That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and that, and was the first go, confusing, that was the first confusing right? part for me is lifting a man right. up in the air. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. I actually had a chance to it's do awesome. that. 
I had a chance to do that. Nate, I don't know if you ever saw this video um, in 2018. We did a bunch of uh, little videos with the USA Women Eagles. So I know you had Ryan Mattias on oh, your show. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. 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 So you had Ryan Mattias on your show and his wife, Jordan, represents our country. And she was part of these little vignettes that we did. And I learned how to tackle properly. I was oh, wow. lifted. I was oh, lifted wow. in one of those lineouts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And Jordan was one of the ones that lifted me, Ryan's wife, and I did not expect to go that high. I mean, listen, I eat a lot of cupcakes, so I did not <laughs> expect them to get me. Remember that, Chef, when we, when we meet face-to-face. -face. Have a bad I will cupcakes. remember that, okay. Stacey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you got a friend you. for life in Chef Rock now. Yes. About food. Yeah. Yes. Now I, I, I got to have food in all my pockets now. I listen, <laughs> I love hey, food. Hey, Stacey. Yeah. Speaking of food. Yeah, I, I know you're you're half Polynesian, half uh, Native American, Cherokee. Yep, Cherokee. How do they combine the foods? I mean, in your household, what what like what was the eating like? I always think different cultures, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, that works. It was always very interesting. I was a super finicky eater when I was young. Super finicky, like only ketchup on hamburgers type thing. Like I was yes. that. I was that <laughs> kid. Ketchup guy. You were yes. ketchup guy. I was that kid. Um, I also the Native American side of my family. A lot of um, like my grandmother's and my great grandmother's side of the family grew up in Kentucky. So I also okay. have a lot of comfort food in my background it's southern so, hospitality yes mm. yes so mm. home homegrown homemade like we had everything everything oh my gosh my favorite meal that my grandmother used to make this is my favorite meal and i'm probably gonna have to see chef actually make a note of this because you can cook for us one night um i had my favorite meal cornbread homemade oh, yeah. um yes homemade uh, chicken and dumplings and I love I greens and greens. Like those were my favorite. Yes. Yes. That was my, so. Collard greens. I eat mustard greens. I love. So good. I just actually bought a bunch today. I just got like dandelion leaves, you know, and all this fun stuff. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So throw, it would, throw it down. It would, please do. And we would have some kind of like whenever the two sides would get together, we would have this cross pollinization of, I don't know what that is. And I don't think it goes with that, but it looks good and there's ketchup. So I'm good to go. Right. Um, so you but, were good with it. Yeah. Right. I was good with it. But yeah, other than that now, now I love, I love food. I would consider myself a foodie. I don't go super crazy. Like I love eel sauce, but I don't eat eel. So, you know, we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll right. try something. That's we'll, just, uh, we'll talk. We'll exchange we'll recipes. Talk. Okay. Yeah, you have to with that because Chef Rock <laughs> cooks some stuff. He, we, part of our part of our radio show, he would actually cook up dishes, and on the radio. Show. I was on you know? one of those shows. He was he was yeah. cooking the whole time. Nice. The show that I was on with you guys. Really cooking studio. on the radio. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> hey, hey, that's why that show didn't do very well. <laughs> All we want to do is eat. Hey, that's, that's, that's why we're doing this. <laughs> Get back to your story. Get back to your story. So you actually learned how to actually physically play rugby. Yes, I did. I did. With, with Ryan's wife, Jordan, um, she taught me how to tackle. And it's, if you guys haven't learned, it's cheek to cheek. It's very simple. So cheek yeah. to cheek, butt cheek. But Jordan, I mean, she was very, she was very gracious. It looked like I tackled her pretty down, pretty hard down to the ground. But she was very gracious and gave it a little fall. But I loved learning that. And my favorite thing was the That's line out. Cool. Yeah, when they lifted me in the line out, though, I did not expect to go that high, y'all. Like I got up wow. there, and I'm not afraid of heights. I fly airplanes. I jump out of airplanes. Oh wow! But I got up there, and I'm like high five in Jesus. I'm like, put me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gently. Also, got to keep your you got to keep your body stiff as well. Yes. You can't be like flimsy. Exactly. Otherwise, you're actually, you know, you might get dropped. Over, right? Exactly. You gotta keep your core tight. Keep your yep. legs stiff and and jump to get up there too. Oh, know? I wow. I was stiff as a board because I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was <laughs> that afraid. Was that, that, for me, it for was me, awesome. that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in rugby. It when I first awesome. started watching rugby, and when they, I was we were like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, Chris, I guess, Chris, CJ, we never have to worry about that. I don't think any of those guys are going to be lifting our <laughs> big old booties up there. Listen, bro, that's the second time you insulted me on this episode, oh. man. Listen, I mean, we got to talk, bro. We still got to get you guys in the, in the front row of a scrum. That's, that's the so, goal. That would be awesome. So now, yes. so you play, you play Let's volleyball, play. you play basketball, you golf, you uh, play softball. Play play yeah. what, what you, what do you don't do? What don't I do? I'm not a great 
fisher person. I don't, I'm not a fisherman because the worm on the hook thing kind of trips me up. Oh, um, that's the only reason, right? Yeah, I think that's the only reason. You, <laughs> so if someone, such... someone baited it, someone baited your hook, you'd be all right. Oh, sure I would. Yeah. Sure I would. You do a fly. I'll, 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 cast it, I'll cast it further than any of y'all. Well, I believe that. But you got you got to put the worm on there for me, though. So now, so now I hear some challenging coming from you now. Yeah, I know. Challenge, you know what I'm saying? Competition. competition coming up. Hey, I, I don't fish. You probably win now, but I don't fish either. So yeah. <laughs> you win the bass you tournament. You can't get me to the lake Listen, fishing. That's actually you know? one. That's actually one thing, Paul George, um, with the Clippers, he's able to do, which he's really happy to do. Um, I worked with him in Indiana, but he's been able to fish a lot in the bubble there at uh, in Orlando. So he's been real nice. happy for that. Yeah, he's a good. That's a good hobby to do. Yeah, good hobby. I'm a fisherman. Yeah, he's good. I'd rather golf, but fishing is fun. Me too. We, all, so we all got to go sometime. Let's do yeah. it. So yeah. that would be fun, even if we're just fly fishing or we're just. Casting the allure. You could even yeah, social distance. I'm going to let That's you guys right. do that yourselves. Come well, on. <laughs> oh, because you get down the lake. Listen, I, I'm not a very good swimmer. Me either. Uh, first Me of either. All, we won't go swimming. Sure. See, Chef Rock be playing around and mess up and tip the boat. And if I go down, I sink. I'm going to tell you, I was in Cancun once with my wife. <laughs> and I went, and my wife, we went out on these boats. We rented these boats and went out. And this is a true story. We went all the way out, and, and it looked like it was shallow water to me. You know what I'm saying? So we went out and they, they pulled the boats together. And so my wife, we had, a, we, you know, had these um, little things you put in your mouth, uh, whatever. Snorkels. And um, so we jumped in the water. My wife jumped in. So I said, oh, I'll jump in. I jump in. I fell all the way to the bottom. And it looked like <gasps> the bottom was five miles away. Oh, and I kept yeah. falling and falling and falling. And I sucked in water through my, my little thing in my mouth, <laughs> man. Snorkel? That's scary. I'm that's, done. I'm done with scary. this. I'm yeah, that's scary. Water is scary. Like yeah. That's yeah. kind of been my new thing, guys. I must admit, I've been swimming in the ocean, but yeah. I'm, I'm too, for fitness, you know, I want to stay fit, stay cardio, whatever. But I'm right. too scared to go out where the waves don't break. And my wife won't mm. allow it either because of sharks and other right. fish. And right. I've never been really comfortable being in the water with big animals bigger than me and animals that can bite <laughs> the leg off clean or yeah. whatever. So I swim where kind of the waves break and it kind of adds this like militant style of swimming. I go like 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, and I just get peppered. It's, it's chaotic. Yeah, it's chaotic. It actually takes a lot out of you. It's a, it's a good exercise program. Is, yeah. Well, and I'm, the only, I'm the only one there. I'm in like, you know, my swim trunks and everybody else is in uh, their wetsuits. Wet suits. Wet yeah. 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 Listen, I'm I'm with your beautiful bride, Nate. You don't know what is under the water. Not 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 just not just animals that can nibble on you for a snack like salami, but <laughs> the the current. You have to be cautious of the True. current. Gotta be careful of risk. Yeah, I don't back my swimming to be able yeah. to tread water and be out there for twenty minutes straight. Now, nah, yeah, I don't be able to. Yeah, don't play touch no the ground. Listen to your bride. She knows That's all. Right. I got a story. First time I went water skiing was in Long Island Sound. My friend had a, his parents had a big boat. So they're dragging me along. I'm learning. I get up, we're cruising along, and then I fall in. And, and all of a sudden, the water's splashing all around me. And they're kind of like, they have to go turn around and come back to get me. And I'm panicking. Yeah. I think I'm like in the middle of a shark tank. And they're going crazy, and I can feel them bumping into me. And they're, I can see them on the boat just laughing. You know, and I'm screaming, get me out, they're no. sharks. And they go, no, no, they're just blue, they're bluefish tuna. Oh. And I was in the middle of their feeding. And they oh. were coming out, I mean, they were like coming out of the water near me. Uh, it, was, it was hilarious. They thought it was funny. In fact, that I just spoke was... about it the other day. And so that was like my first experience <laughs> out away from the shore. And to get me the hell out of this boat. I'm glad you lived to tell about it. <laughs> that would have been freaky. With a nickname like Rock, I sink like Chris. <laughs> Never a big, strong swimmer. Yeah, so Stacy, um, you know, there's been there's been a ton, a ton of stuff going on with the MLR, even in the offseason. Recently, there's been a lot of re-signings and, and some new uh, big names. I know Rooney's signed a couple uh, foreigners and have gotten Nate Brakely and uh, Dylan Fawcett back on their squad. I know the Arrows, Toronto. Um, you know, it seems like a lot of teams are really gearing up. We obviously at Legion got Chris Robshaw. Mm-hmm. Have you been following much of the uh, off-season um, headlines and, and things going on? Because I think really it's it's going to give you – seeing some of the guys that are returning to the league, I think 
it's going to give you ton to talk about um, uh, as the season comes back around with some of the guys who are, are coming back to the league and starting to really form up some rivalries. Yeah, I've definitely been keeping my eye on all of that, and it's so exciting. And also the young talent that's coming through the draft was, was exciting as well to see. And I, I just love how much it's growing, and I love that the international players are recognizing the MLR is the real deal, right? And the MLR has a lot of great competition and a lot of great athletes. So knowing how much it's growing, knowing the, the guys that are re-signing, coming back to their teams, even changing teams because they recognize where the Shield might be uh, going to live next year. I think that that's exciting and interesting too. And there's a few faces that I haven't heard yet if they're coming back. And I'm certainly hopeful that they are because they only had just a few games, a few weeks to kind of check us out. So I'm hoping that they'll come back as well and, and give it another chance. Um, cause this was certainly everything was out of our control. Right. So, right. uh, 2020 was, uh, man, what kind of Carol Baskin killed her husband kind of summer has this been? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Carol Baskin, <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been nutty, but I think, you know, anything that, uh, we can go through will make us stronger if we approach it the right way. And, and hopefully what I love too is, you know, this has given you all, um, extra time with your families that you would not have had. Which is nice. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Come on, CJ. <laughs> Are you sure your wife didn't push you off the boat with that That's kind of right. Hey, you know what? Hey, she You're didn't come to my rescue either. <laughs> <laughs> she just laughed about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she's, she's like, bye, baby. Built on you, Chris. <laughs> exactly. Bye, baby. Oh, yeah, she didn't even tell me how to put the, put the uh, little thing on my on my Smart. mouth or nothing. She just said, go ahead, jump in. Go. That's usually how we start rookie rugby players. We just throw them in there and let them just kind of fend for themselves and figure let it out. Play. Figure it out. Yep. Figure it out. Yeah, that's, it's the best that's way, the way to, do to do it. it. Yeah, it is. You know? So, so Stacy, let me ask you a question. Please. Listen, so, so you, you've done everything. I mean, the NBA, WNBA, would you that now that the league's coming back up in this bubble, what do you feel about that playing right now in the midst of, of this pandemic? I know rugby has an opportunity to wait a little bit. Uh, the season doesn't start what till January or something like Fe- that. February, or, yeah. Fe- yeah. February, something like that. So yeah. they get a chance to be vaccinated. So what do you think about playing in this in this bubble, this competition thing? Yeah. You know, and did yeah. you did you want to go in the bubble and? and and be a sideline reporter, did you have an opportunity? So that was a couple questions. I'm sorry, I should just, I'll go it's back to the, the first one. A and B. I'm, I'm tracking. Don't worry, I'm with you. <laughs> um, well, first things first, you know, tonight was the first baseball game. The, the, right. Yankees, the Yankees are um, playing the Nationals. Last time I checked, it was bottom of the fifth, and yeah. the Yankees had a 4-1 lead. It's, yes. it's good to see that. Yeah. Um, and I think baseball could have been playing this whole time. Right. I mean, let's talk okay. about that. Right. They could have been. I mean, the social distancing and, and all of that, they could have been. Of all sports, they could have been. Um, I did have an opportunity to go to the WNBA bubble. Um, mm-hmm. That was a unique opportunity, though. Um, one of my best girlfriends, I call her my sister. Um, she is an assistant coach for the Indiana Fever. Okay. I, I host a podcast for the LA Sparks, which I love, and that will not awesome. change. We'll, we'll continue to do that, that podcast, of course, as, as long as they'll have us. Right. Um, but I had an opportunity to go to the bubble and be um, to help her with her daughters who are my little nieces. They're six and four. Um, Cause you know, with two days and with games and all that stuff, it's, it's just a really unique situation. And then I could have parlayed that into doing my podcast, you know, for the, for the sparks. Um, I chose not to do that for a couple of reasons, because if I went there, obviously my, um, my uh, focus would have been on her and my nieces. So what if and when the fever play the, the sparks, how do I do the podcast in that case? And, and that, right. that could have turned into some TV work to, to maybe do some sideline reporting. There were just so many things up in the air. Um, right. I, I didn't want to get all the way there and find out that it would have, I would have not been able to do uh, as much mm. with the sparks as I had hoped. Um, the from all the things that I've heard from both the NBA, I spoke to a couple of NBA coaches and players in the last week or so, and everybody in the WNBA in Bradenton at IMG Academy and everybody in the NBA who are in Orlando, they feel safe, they feel protected, uh, they recognize that, uh, you know, wear the masks at all times unless you're on the floor. 
Um, they, they recognize this is, this is a unique situation and the league has done a tremendous job of figuring it all out. They get tested every single day. Uh, as I mentioned, some of the, the NBA players have an opportunity to do some things out still within the bubble, but they get to fish. Um, I know in the, in the WNBA bubble, they get to go on bike rides and and to the pool. So there are things in place to keep them at least feeling a, a bit connected to the outside world without being gotcha. able to leave the bubble. What I think is really important, there are fines uh, from the league if you aren't wearing mm-hmm. your mask. There uh-huh. are, yeah, there are fines if you step over the proposed lines um, uh-huh. that, that are within the bubble. And I think that those are important statements to be made and important fines to be handed down because, listen, if, if this happens to... Uh, have one person infected, the whole bubble could burst. No right. pun intended. You know, that's yeah. a literal statement. So it's important that everyone do their right thing and, and make the right choices. I think it's important for a lot of reasons that sports has come back. Um, yeah. It's very important, I think, too. I yeah, think yeah. So you, you said that baseball should have been playing. If, mm-hmm. if rugby would have been a, was a sport in this time in frame, would you, would you think rugby could play? Because it just seems like there's too much physical contact. They can't, yeah. Unfortunately, no. There's no social distancing in rugby, not for yeah. one solitary second. <laughs> yeah. um, and, but baseball is very different, right? I mean, yeah. everything about it looks different. And my hope was to see baseball start uh, much sooner. I'm really happy that they have now, but I would have loved to have seen baseball start much sooner. And um, I love the idea of having uh, fans pay money to have their cutouts in the stands, I love yeah, that that's idea. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's funny because I told my brother that like two or three months ago. I think that every league, when they start, should do that because then and and take that money and give it to all the in arena workers that lost their jobs, right? Yes. Because that's a great and, idea. Yeah, and I said that's my brother months ago. So I'm thankful that that someone had that idea, and I certainly hope that that the money goes. Um, to the people that lost their opportunities because, uh, you know, they work hard and they love the sport as much as the announcers in the booth. Yeah, so it's, part it, of their it's lives. exciting. Yeah. It's part of their lives. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 I even, it's, I tweeted about that. Um, even FS1 was playing one of the MLS games and they had uh, crowd noise, but it was, yes, like, you know, it was yes. played over. But yeah. I tweeted about it. I was like, man, Brilliant. you know what? It, I didn't even realize until after five to ten minutes of the people. game that it yeah. was fake. Yeah. I was just like loving yeah. it. I was just like, oh, the crowd's coming. Yeah. And I was like, wait. Wait. No yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said um, that's my brother, too, just pumping the crowd noise. Make, make oh, them they feel. Did a, they did a great job. Yeah. Because you know better than anybody, Nate, on this panel, like having the crowd behind you and having that, that sound and that energy, it just does something to you. Yeah. Hey, I, I play sure. peewee football, so I understand what okay. the okay. crowd noise is. Pop, yeah. Pop I understand the crowd noise. And to that point, though, I mean, if they're not pumping it at the stadium, rugby, you know, the level, the amount of communication that's needed to, for us to operate and operate at a high level, you know, it's like, it's like playing at a scrimmage game we played last year um, down at uh, Little Q, which is next to Qualcomm Stadium. And, you know, you play in a game there, but, like, if you're on the sideline, you can literally hear all the communication that we have amongst the team. I'll be screeching, obviously, as a nine, but, like, little communication. And then when you play on bigger stages, you know, go on the seventh circuit, you realize that that communication is completely broke down uh, in play because of the amount of crowd noise. And so it is an extra element to the game when I can send my messages loud and clear and when it's like the messages just aren't going to get through, you know, you're in a different flow state as a player when you're playing rugby, especially in 15s because there's so much, you know, preset piece communication and calls, calls for the lineouts, calls for the, for the overall pattern and where we're going to attack and stuff like that. So it is kind of an interesting thing to think about mm-hmm. when I go, oh man, rugby without, you know, any noise at all it's kind of nice it's like working you know it's like working so in like a warehouse yeah. you can yeah. kind of just communicate like, and, like, and talk and, and whatever yeah. it takes you know like a field house or whatever mm-hmm. but when you're out there when there's a lot of fans and we're at Torero and it is freaking six thousand people there <laughs> you're like okay i can't just get a simple message across yeah because you know? nobody yeah. can hear you yeah. right. you, gotta, exactly. you gotta take your your cohesion goes up another level 
for exactly, sure. exactly. I remember interviewing tons of quarterbacks about that exact thing. You know, for sure. It, yeah, I, I mean, can only they, imagine Kansas yep. City. Yeah, you even hear it on the end. Yeah. And they got radios in their ear. Yeah, they you got they radios know. right there. They still can't hear. <laughs> and they still can't hear. Stacy, I got a question for you. You mentioned you know baseball being a little more safer than other sports. I mean, one of the nationals got uh, diagnosed yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know they go out and they they're socializing with you know family and things of that nature. Yeah. I'm always wondering how that plate at home, that, that play at home plate's going to happen. You know, is the guy going to flip his mask, you know, to expose his face if a guy's running in for a slide in the home? Well, uh, well, I mean, he's know? not, he's not, well, he's not going to be playing for a minute, you know, until he comes yeah. back with a negative, a negative test. He's not going to be playing for a minute. So they don't have to yeah. worry about that. Instincts. Two negative in, tests, yeah. Right. And right. In, instinct is yes. That helmet's coming off no matter what, for because sure. Because even no as, matter what, he's flipping it. Oh yeah, I mean that's just instinctual. That's something that doesn't and go away. And they get a tumble, a tumble at the uh, home plate. Yeah. Uh, my my second half of the question is, you know, football is coming up too, and I know yeah. they're not playing any preseasons, and they have some new masks that are full shield. And for the most part, unlike rugby, I mean these guys have equipment and pads on. The only thing exposed really are their hands. Yeah. In some cases, not even that. I mean they're pretty much like wearing a wetsuit. So I think football has probably a, a, a better chance of playing than some of the other sports. The I, contact I, sports, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree with that except for um, – this is the one, the one caveat. How many times do you see this before oh, they – Oh, yeah, throw, yeah. Right? I mean, True. that's one – again, that's going to be a habit that will yeah. die hard. So that's something I'm that, not catching the ball. I'm not catching it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I mean – I've even seen Philip Rivers do that with gloves on. Right. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just uh, a habit. It's uh, just one just of those. Grip. Uh, yeah. It's one of those habitual things, but yeah, I mean, again, they have to in the WNBA and in the NBA, they get tested every single day, which again is every, not, it, day. every single day, but it's necessary. You can't yeah. do every two or three days because then yeah. you're two or three days behind and then you don't know where anything happened and came from and where right. to stop it and who to move on. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's a crazy situation. So you got, a, you got a massive shoe game, my friend. So, so, uh, <laughs> so I, when I, at doing the research for you, reading about you, I saw you had over 400 pairs of shoes. I now, do. I went to my closet. <laughs> I, had like, I had like four dirty old beat-up shoes uh, that I wear only because they're beat-up. Then I got four brand-new pairs of shoes. So I, I thought last week that I was doing good. I thought I was doing You know what I'm saying? Now I read yours, 400. Yeah, I'm nowhere in the game. Oh boy, and and that number might be a little low, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't count the ones the way in the back. <laughs> and and I have just as many like girly high heels as I do sneakers, and that was oh, wow. one of that was one of the big jokes in the NBA. Like a lot of the players used to always look at my feet when I would come out, especially <laughs> for shoot around, for shoot around especially because shoot around was in the morning before the show. I've got you know no makeup on, hair on top of my head, wearing sneakers, and yeah. I would always peep my sneakers. And then when we would go to games and I would travel with the Pacers so I would be on the team plane and um, after a game I might show up on the plane with my suit on that I had during you know the game but I'm wearing Jordan ones with my yeah. fancy suit so they would always peep those out and I have tiny feet too which I'm grateful because I save a lot of money when it comes to buying little boy shoes uh, okay um, but yes I love shoes to my soul Same you, Chris. <laughs> did you see what I did there did you hear what I did there yeah Anybody? Did you miss that? I love shoes to my soul. Yeah. No, soul. I got you. I got it. Thank I, you. I'm, I'm I saw it. I, I, I was I trying to. Next time. I, I heard it, but I also heard an <laughs> insult come from Chef Rock. Yeah, I, I heard both. <laughs> I didn't realize. I heard I both. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him, though. Chef. Don't worry about it. Chef, did you get on CJ again? That's three. You did. Oh, oh, you said you got little feet, and I said, hey, so do you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I would show you my shoe right now, but I know. wearing my house shoes. Ain't, ain't, hey, look, homie, ain't nothing I'm small for, about me, brother. It's all about anyway, me. Listen. Hey, you should have wow. sent that. You could have sent listen. that joke my way, chef. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got the big feet, Gene. Yeah, what size? I'm, I'm eight and a half, nine. So eight and a half if I got a sneaker. Shoes. Like, if I'm rocking sneakers, like, you know, my, yeah. my wife's a sneakerhead. She's, she's yeah. got some the new Jays as well. And, uh, you know, if I'm rocking a tight pair of uh, sneakers, and I'll wear eight and a half. But if I'm out training and stuff, I usually wear, like, a nine. Yeah. yeah. Nate, let me give you a little heads up, my brother. 
when you get older, your feet get bigger. I don't know why. I used to wear a nine my whole life. I'm up to an 11 now. No. I swear. I swear. It's all the salami. It's all the salami. I actually do. I put salami inside my shoes. Just like his head. All right. Just like his head. He's got a fat foot. Can we? Oh my goodness! You're getting them in there. Getting them in there best you can. Getting them in. All right. Can we please bring it back to the shoe game? Because all right. So what's your favorite shoe? I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for. That's a hard question. I don't think I can answer that question. Okay. Um, but I make shoe contact before I make eye contact, right? So there's only there's only the size of those feet. Whoa. There's only two reasons I would ever chase a man is A, if he stole the basketball from me, which doesn't happen very often, but if he did, I would <laughs> take it down and take it back. Or if he's got shoes on that I'm like, hold on a second. I need to know where you bought those. Oh, <laughs> called. Wow. So, so wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. I guess we're through. Costco. Drum roll, drum roll, please. <laughs> okay, in no particular order, these are the abstract, oh. the abstract J's. Okay. The, and this is a prime example, actually Griff, who's a great friend of your show. Right. Yes. We love Griff. We're uh, thinking of you, Griff. Yes. Thinking of him, sending him love and, and prayers yes. and hugs. Um, I was actually with Griff when I saw a man wearing these, we were stranded trying to get to one of Nate's games in New right. Orleans. We were stranded in LAX cause there was bad weather in New Orleans. And I saw a man wearing these and I stopped him dead in his tracks. I'm like, can I please take a picture of your shoes? Because I'm going <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. to find them. Yes, I, like I love it. I haven't worn these yet. Now, let me also tell you guys, you get all first looks of these shoes because I've not, mm -hmm. they've not made the gram yet. Um, I've not wow. worn them yet. These they haven't make, stepped. Nope, nope. These, not, these have not even seen the pavement. None of these ah. have seen the pavement. So, Exclusive. Yes. Nice. Exclusive. They're not even laced up. Yeah, I know. Well, that's kind of my thing. Um, okay, so, and this is in no particular order. So these came from when the oh, women, I like those. right, Air Max like 90s, those. when the women won the World Cup last year uh, for U.S. soccer, I'm like, okay, when they, when they win, I'm going to buy these. Nice. These were hard to find, but and this, mm. is, this is my second pair of shoes that I got for uh, FIFA World Cup. Nice. Um, the first Shout out to the Olympics being a year away as well. There you go. Yes, yes. Okay. I nice love shoot. I love Jordan 1s, um, but my favorite Jordans are the 11s. These are... Those are clean. Yeah. The gum bottoms. Yep. These are the citrus. Mm. Oh, Jordan nice. 11 citrus. Yeah, see, these are, see, like, these you are know so you, fun. You know you're a shoe person because... I was just looking at that as some uh, rubber sole. You called it citrus. Yep. Citrus. Man, you, citrus. You got the terminology down. I'm like, <laughs> I know. <I'm> <laughs> and I, I own a few uh, off-whites. See, here's the thing, too. I don't have a husband. I don't have any kids. So I invest yeah. in my shoe game. So Not a bad thing. I got these fun Whoa. games. Reach yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Got these fun ones. These um, these are fantastic. I can't wait to wear these. These I got. Hopefully, hopefully um, the Sparks will win a title this year, and I'm going to rock these um, awesome. after they win a championship. Those are the um, Canary Yellow Off White. Oh. They, have, and, they still have the security tag on it. You walk out the store with those, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's it's Off White, baby. That's what they. No, do. it's a tag. I know. It's Off White, baby. This is oh, part of the deal. Oh, I got you. This is part of the deal. Jeff and Rock, getting wow. educated right now, Chef. I'm and learning. These bad boys. These bad boys. Oh, those are cool. Oh, I like yeah. Those. Shoe, shoes are art to me. They really yeah. are art to me. These are the, the pine green off whites with a little pop of color. And yes, chef, you keep this on because that's part of the deal. That's okay. what, makes, <laughs> what makes them cool. What makes them cool. Keeps them original. Yes. Now you got to realize yes. chef, chef, chef's an old man. So, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, get my, actually, I told you, I get my sneakers at Costco. Shoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's comfortable shoes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. you, got, you got some nursing shoes on right now to make it feel comfortable. <laughs> I know. With the Velcro. So like, with the Velcro. Say, exactly. exactly. You don't even have pediatric laces on it. You know what I'm Velcro top. <laughs> with the Velcro. Pediatric shoes. Thank you. Thank you for letting <laughs> me share a few of those no, shoes. No, it's awesome. I love that. We, we, you guys, feel, you guys feel, got first looks. Shoe yeah, game goals. Special. Yes, exclusive. Next time we go for the heels. Thank you. I know, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling my future husband right now. If you're watching, I don't need a big ring. 
just um, build me a closet with a ladder so I could climb up and roll back and forth and get my shoes. And I will be, and I will be wearing Jordans under my gown just for the rest. Oh, I, lo I love it. And never bring up so, selling any of them. No. So no. right now we just have to say the man is, he doesn't have to have a nice car, but he has to have a very nice pair, pair of kicks. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Well, requirements, kicks. people. Standards. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. right. That's right. I, guess, I guess that's where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Stacy, so um, I wanted to ask if you could take a second and send an encouraging word or any advice, I guess. Um, you know, the state of California has decided to cancel fall sports for high schools, and mm. they're moving football. They're trying to figure out moving football to the spring. And um, there's two different seasons in, at least in Southern California, in the uh, high school rugby setup. One goes through the uh, winter season, and then one also goes through the spring. And depending on who you play for, uh, what level you play at and stuff, it kind of depends on which one's more important. But uh, it's a big moment for us to kind of push rugby, especially in the Southern California area, and uh, get football guys cross-training. We want to get them up, uh, get them introduced to rugby. We want to get any athletes. I mean, there, there's other fall sports that definitely can learn our game and learn to love our game and know that they have an opportunity um, outside of maybe only NCAA Division One sports or whatever and can find a path uh, through rugby, whether it be academies, playing for under-20s uh, USA, um, being on a pathway to the USA rugby team, or – you know, MLR, a lot of teams have academies as well. So if you have any, um, any encouraging words just for, you know, kids that are – and the parents that are going to be left kind of scratching their heads coming up this mm -hmm. fall, mm -hmm. uh, wondering, you know, what can I keep my kids involved in that, that would be, you know, engaging for them. Yeah, it's a great question, Nate. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Um, first, to the athletes, to the student athletes, or to the young young guys and girls trying to figure out what they want to do in terms of sports, give rugby a try. And there's multiple reasons why you should. It's it's a sport that encompasses all the big sports and the big sports that you would assume the the ba basketball baseball, football, it encompasses all of that. When you think of speed, when you think of mobility, when you think of lateral movement, when you think of um, just, skill. yeah, skill, hand-eye coordination, just all of the things in one sport, which is rugby. And I also want you to stay encouraged, student athletes and young people, that even if you are in a sport right now that you can't play because of the unique situation that our world is in, don't be discouraged. It is challenging for all of us in, in many ways. You're not alone. Use this time to increase your skill set because you can only get better in times of adversity. Don't let it get you down. Make sure you recognize that you are tested to have a testimony, and this is part of that journey. So you get to do that. And what, what makes rugby so special if you're an athlete is you have the chance internationally to play not only internationally but to play with international people as you grow in the sport and to me that's incredible because the culture of the game both in and out of the U.S. is so extraordinary you will have a brotherhood or a sisterhood that is so exceptional these are legit your family they legit have your back and I know that that can happen in a lot of sports and does happen in a lot of sports but it's very different very different in rugby. So right. please, please give it a look. And for the parents that might be nervous that there's weight, no helmet, no pads, no weight. I don't know mm -hmm. how I feel about this Big for the parents. Marks. Yeah. For the parents, I want you to understand they are taught. These athletes are taught how to do everything properly, how to tackle properly, how to handle a tackle properly, how to roll out of a situation properly. And the other thing is too, take away the helmet, you don't have a blind side. You don't have to worry about that. I've spoken to a lot of football players' dads about this very thing. And, and they've said, well, but I love the ruggedness of football. Okay, take that ruggedness times two and take the equi equipment away <laughs> yeah. and you have rugby. Right. That, is, that is a, a man sport, a rugged to ruggedness sport um, played by a host of gentlemen. Make that make sense. But it's the truth. They are the highest character of athlete that I've dealt with. And I have been very honored and blessed to work with some of the best athletes in the world. 
and we'll leave out the women that play it either. So right, right. The, the women, the women are courage, unbelievable. Man. The women are unbelievable. Yes, the courage and the strength that it takes, and these are beautiful, strong women who get their hands dirty and mm. do it with such grace and and beauty. It's it's a it's amazing awesome. to watch. Amazing yeah. to watch. Naya so and Fire, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naya and Fire. we always in our show, we always ask our our guests. Well, two things. We ask our guests to obviously, um, you know, it's a tradition that they provide a gift to the the host of the show. So we suspect. We expect some new sneakers our way, you know, next week. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll, we'll, send you, we'll send you our address through an they email. They can move, CJ. They can move, man. I'm sorry. I have a bad connection. I have a bad connection. We also ask the, the guests to actually say something inspirational and say something, you know, profound and deep. But you just did that. Yeah, you, you know, just did just it. What else? You just left us with well something to because that was awesome. You know, the, and I, I think a lot of kids right now are feeling really left out because they can't play sports. But mm. you know what? They, they, it'll come back to you. It'll That's come right. to you. And it, you'll right. get it back, and then you'll feel, you'll feel really good. Because, you know, the anticipation. I, I saw a young man on TV yesterday. He talked about, well, it's going to give me an opportunity to work harder, so I'll be better. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Right. So I hope everybody takes that approach to it. Yeah. And, you know, try to use it, use it that way. So yeah, we got to so, find the silver lining. We have to. For sure. Yeah. We, we want to, I, agree. I personally, I don't know about Nate or Chef Rock or our producer Tom, but I absolutely want to thank you very, very much for coming on the show. I want to thank you for all the things you said, positive and good and joking around with us loud to joke with you. <laughs> And also, you're going to be sending those shoes over to us. I wear a size <laughs> hat. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, we want you to come back. We, we're super oh, I would love it. You. I would yeah. love it. Anytime. You know, we, Thank we, you. We, we're so, so I'll let them guys say something to you because no, I'm cooking for you, Stacey. You don't worry about that. Yes. Yes. Thank you, CJ. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate all that. And I'd be more than honored to come back anytime. Yeah. We'll definitely. Yeah, Stacy, right. me and you will be in touch uh, for sure. You know, yes. I got to rip more knowledge off you, and uh, I'll share. Yeah, just you're an inspirational person. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today. My pleasure. Thank and you. I Thank got, you, Stacy. I got to eat some so salami. Much. Yes, salami. Yes, salami. <laughs> 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 I prefer it not pulled salami. out your pocket, though. As long as you don't pull <laughs> it out. Uh, I'll make sure it's in a bag. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Nate. Yours wasn't in a bag. It was just in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I still ate it. Uh, it tastes a little linty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We always Great. say quick tap out, man. Quick tap out. It's a blessing. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks, everybody. See you guys. Tap out. <laughs>